It's go time! Come on, nation! What up? What up? What up, everyone? Welcome to episode 156. You heard that right, episode 156 of Combo's Court, and I am Combo. Let me know how you feel about the show right in the comments section of your Apple Podcast app. Rate and review wherever you listen to Combo's Court and share this episode with a friend. I would greatly appreciate it. Today's show, Zach Noble, co-host of the Four Seasons Podcast, joins in. Go subscribe to that. It was great having Zach back on the show. A great conversation. We discussed the LeBron-MJ debate. Kawhi's place all time. The format I would like to see used if the NBA comes back. It's a little bit wild, but I think you'll find it interesting. And we go through some poll questions, man. If you follow me on Instagram, you know I post a lot of poll questions on the IG stories. And Zach does the same on Twitter, so I thought it'd be fun to get some of those done. Can't wait for you guys to hear this episode. Find Zach on Twitter at Zach Noble. That's Z-A-K-N-O-B-L-E. You know you can find me on Instagram at 1-2-Combo. That's O-N-E-T-W-O-C-O-M-B-O. Intro music by Luca Beats. Let's get into it. Zach Noble, host of the Four Seasons Podcast, which is an NBA pod available on Ball is Life and Dash Radio. Welcome back to Combos Court, man. How you feeling? Appreciate it. I'm feeling awesome. Uh, it's weird um, being in April, mid-April, and not focusing on the NBA playoffs, that's for sure. But um, honestly, I'm just anticipating this MJ doc. I can't wait. It's, it's crazy because – awesome. I was watching some uh, MJ highlights earlier, and there's one thing, you know, there's always a LeBron-MJ debate, but there's one thing that you can't deny. Um, I feel LeBron is a better all-around player, but there's one thing you can't mm-hmm. deny that MJ was definitely more graceful, like, when you're just looking at the clips, you know, and I grew up in the MJ era. I think most people my age would go with MJ because there's an age bias. Um, yep, I do. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what, what are your thoughts, and where do you land on that? Um, I mean, I don't know how far into it you want to get, but my opinion, I mean, it's going to be really hard for a LeBron to pass him because there's really, I mean, ability gaps. I truly believe that, like, uh, Michael Jordan's the superior defender. I think he's the better mid-range shooter, the better post game, and then just the mentality and, I mean, elevating teammates. I mean, all those things, Jordan has a significant edge, but I still think there's time for LeBron, like, just off of achievements and longevity. That's where he can surpass. I mean, he's he's got a huge edge on Michael right now in longevity. But uh, if he wins one title, it's going to be hard for me not to call him the goat for winning three titles with three different teams, and then five would clinch it for me. Five titles and going to that many NBA finals. Uh, because putting it all into context, I mean, he's done enough. The resume is there. The game's not. The gap isn't that big. Career-wise, I could see why you would go with MJ. But just an overall player, the ability to do less with more, uh, making the players around him better right away. I mean, it took a few seasons for MJ to do that, to learn how to use his teammates. I think vision-wise, LeBron has an advantage, bigger, faster, stronger. But 
definitely career wise, I could see why you would go with MJ. I don't, I'm not sure if when I look like with the eye test, if I could say that Michael Jordan was actually a better basketball player than LeBron. was. Do you agree? He was the much better defender. Not much better because LeBron could guard one through five. Yeah, I would I mean, say, but, I would say the much better perimeter defender. Yeah. Okay. I mean, but his strengths, I mean, overall on defense are much stronger. Like, yeah. LeBron's more versatile. That's where he comes in. I mean, MJ is not going to back down from a three or a lot, most fours, but yeah, I mean, he's not going to be able to guard four and fives like LeBron. To play devil's advocate on my own opinion, I would say that Jordan caused more chaos on defense. Like you always had to watch out for him. I do think Jordan would translate to LeBron's era much better than LeBron would translate to Jordan's. But the IQ is so high and the athleticism. (laughs) It is. It is. That combination I feel like could just go into any era seamlessly right uh but at the end of the day i mean lebron i mean the, the finals record i mean it, it's it means something i mean he's never really he's only met or barely exceeded expectations in my opinion i mean for what he like when he's at in the finals and like when he gets deep into the playoffs he's never really overachieved whenever he's been the underdog he loses uh he's never i mean He's never won as a slightly underdog, and that's Jr. That's messed just, him up one year, man. <laughs> Jr. He did, he did. That matters. That matters. All right, I wanted uh, to, I, I wanted to shift to Doctor Fauci, man. Uh, he says, oh, sports, wow. he, he says sports could return with no fans. Um, it's crazy. I don't know if you saw what's happening in Taiwan, but um, I didn't. No, they're have you? No, I didn't. No. Okay, so they're playing. Me. They're playing baseball with robots and mannequins. Oh, man, it just shows what crazy of an era we're in right now. Right. But, um, man, do you think this NBA season will return? And, and what do you make of what Dr. Fauci has said? You know, I like that Fauci's out, and he's, he's not afraid to put it out into the, the world and the airwaves. But I'm still – they said there's going to be a decision by the end of the month. I'm still right at about 50%, and I kind of lean towards no. I mean, I just think it's going to impact – next season way too much uh, but I mean it's not going to shock me either way even if it gets to middle or they'll make a decision if they're going to continue the discussion um, by the end of the month here and if they continue that and then they make a decision to just shorten the playoffs by the end of May I, like that still wouldn't shock me like I think this right. thing could play out till May or June and I mean there's I've seen timelines that have the the finals like in August Okay, and they're wow. not a, yeah, they're not afraid of cutting into next year. But me personally, I mean, if you can't play an entire full playoffs, those Astra seasons, I mean, mean something. I mean, <laughs> yeah, right. You you look at, I mean, the Rockets. I think they're one of their titles is during one. I of think those the years. Spurs, right? The Spurs, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's been a there's been a couple of those, and um, I look at it this way. I think it'd be fun as hell if you get a best of three or best of five because upsets can actually happen. And uh, it would make the Rockets have a great chance, in my opinion. Um, a team like that. I mean, even the Nuggets. Like, I thought the I Rockets were dangerous the whole right. way through. Same, same. Yeah. Um, but as a six seed even, and uh, there would be like six or seven teams in the East that could win a round or two. And uh, it, it would be – really unprecedented and I think it would be a blast but uh, I don't know it's it's hard to I mean Windhorse is the only one that's really speaking pretty firm on it and it's windy so 
for sure. So here's my crazy idea to bring the NBA. Let's hear back. And I'd like to hear your thoughts on it. Um, I know you like, you're into the crazy ideas. You're, uh, you know, a lot of your Twitter stuff is, is out there sometimes. So here's my, <laughs> I, we didn't have March Madness this season, right? So yeah. I'd like to see a March Madness style, 32 teams. But you'll say combo. There's only 30 teams in the NBA. So I would say bring the top EuroLeague team with the best record before their season ended. Bring the best D-League team for number for seed 32 and just go 1-32, man. Have a March Madness. I know it's a crazy idea. What do you think about that? I love it. Let's do it. Why not? Why not? I mean, one game, I mean, it would be it'd be unlike – because no matter what, here's the thing. Like, if you're not going to be able to play a full playoffs, but you want to play, get crazy with it, really. For sure. Like, and – Let's just see, like, how big that talent gap really is, which I think it's incredible. I think it's insane because the NBA is getting deeper and deeper every year. And uh, we just did that top 68 bracket out of um, 24 and under, and it's just crazy filling in the final play-in games. And the talent just runs so deep in this league. So I think, I mean, the top seeds would win. I mean, I think it would play out. Pretty yeah. properly, except, uh, but I, I mean, I would love the NBA to get like at the beginning of this year. That's why I, it'd be so interesting to me because I thought everybody thought there was going to be parody. You know, it was the first year in so long that parody was one of the biggest talking points in the offseason. And then we get halfway through the season, and parody's right out the freaking door. Like, it, we're, we're back to the most predictable league and predictable sport in the world. And I don't mind it. I still love it. I'm going to always love this game for what it is. And that's what makes it fun because you can see what's coming most of the time if you're really good and paying attention. Yeah. Um, And that's why, I mean, the guys that are going to watch the most and put in the most work, I mean, are going to rise to the top. (laughs) Yeah. Preseason, I had the Lakers and watching them play in the regular season and just confirm my thoughts to be true. Where did you land on that? I was exactly Lakers were my pick to win it all at the beginning and I'm still on the Lakers and uh, basically my picks I mean yeah my one through 16 is definitely a little different um, there's I mean injuries happen that's basically what it comes down to but yeah of I'm course, usually, of usually usually pretty good one like I feel pretty good about my one through 16 preseason stuff at the beginning of the year usually and I mean I've predicted the last three MVPs in a row uh, so, I mean, that, that's cool, but it's not like I'm that proud of it because it's pretty predictable stuff when it comes down to it. There's not that many choices when you break down to it unless you're trying to be really contrary. And Yeah, well, I mean, what, what was realistic preseason? I would say Clippers or Lakers. Yeah, I mean, Bucks too. I, like, I didn't balk I'm at not anybody. A, I'm not a believer in the Bucks, man. I don't know why. Right. I, I still think the Lakers and Clippers are a tier above everybody, like I said, at the beginning of the year. And then there was yeah. the Bucks and, like, three other teams in that next tier. And then there was a third tier where everybody – there was – the contrarians were throwing out Denver and Utah and um, being crazy like that, Boston actually having a chance. But, like, Giannis, I'm not crowning him the best player in the NBA until he can show he can dominate in the postseason. Yeah, pe- people have – uh, heard my take on this. I mean, I got a bunch of players over Giannis. Uh, oh, yeah. I have, I'm okay with it. Yeah, I have LeBron over Giannis. I have Anthony Davis over Giannis. I have Kawhi over Giannis. 
I think Luka Doncic is a better basketball player than Giannis. <laughs> There's um, hot. That's hot. I mean, you could argue Harden's better than Giannis. He is. He you is. could argue. I mean, KD healthy is definitely better than Giannis. I, I, that's, I don't even think there's an argument there. So I have a lot of players over Giannis. I mean, he's great. I think he's slightly overrated, but he's definitely a great player, you know. I think every year LeBron is the most valuable player to me. Like, he's just the most valuable player in the league no matter who wins the award. I don't know if you've been paying that much attention to my feed, but the last couple of days I've been throwing out um, the MVP awards over history that I think there's, I would accept more than three choice or two choices really. And there's like five to seven years throughout the last 30 years that I really like would accept if you picked one of three guys to win the MVP. Cause usually, I mean, it's pretty clear cut between one or two guys. Um, we get lucky when it's a battle between two really, but right. um, I just, somebody sparked it in me and it's, it's just mind blowing how many years um, there's like seven of them where there really could have been three MVPs. That I'm like, cool. Like, why not? And then they get, then the real guys, I mean, the real players, they, I mean, it's all comes down to the money time. It's like the discussion I had on the pod last night with my partner is how far away is Kawhi from like cracking the top 10 all time. Like if you were to win the title this year, like, could he, get like what is what is three titles three finals mvps three different teams the first guy to ever be able to do that um i'm not i don't want to just crack up do you think a, do, that, that would if would a championship this year crack of top 10 I, so if you want to get into it i i got him 18 all the time personally right now um, no you but, really you really man you really got your list ready <laughs> i know i i'm a big list guy and okay I, I, I've been having all-time rankings for like seven plus years and I got them by position and I get really into that because I like the history of the game and whatnot but yeah um, and I, I put mine to just about anybody's and uh, Kawhi I mean he could get to the top 10 without ever having a regular season MVP in my estimation it's just because he's made it very well known like all he cares about the playoffs and so you got to just put that in context and understand i mean he's already a top five defensive player of all time i truly believe that yeah would you have him above scotty as a defensive player i did i'm okay either way but i, I do yeah i yeah. do okay i just think That's, he's I, th I think he's a little quicker i wanted to get who, who's who you would have higher magic or larry but we'll, we'll do that a little bit later uh, yeah. d league so g league g league g league jalen green it's not the actual g league though he's not on a g league team but he signed for five hundred thousand. Uh, 125,000 for uh, college money. Uh, man, do you feel like this is the slow death of the NCAA? It's wild, okay? So I had David West and uh, the CEO of – it was the Historical Basketball League, this league that David's one of the – he's a CEO of – or COO of, Chief Operating Officer. Mm -hmm. um, started about three years ago, and they were prepping. Next year is going to be the first year of this league. And their whole thing is they were going to, their, their season is going to be during the summer. So the off season really of the NBA and um, going to give these guys the school year to actually focus on school too, which that part of, it doesn't really matter anyways, in my estimation, if the league's going to have success, they're getting the top talent. They're only going to be there for a year, but it's cool. It's, it, it was their way of being able to pay players, get them to stay in the U S but this really hurts, puts a damper on their league. I mean, because their goal was to go after guys that like Jalen Green and um, I forget, was it Isaiah Todd is the other guy? So I, I'm not thinking that league's going to make it too far now if they're paying out 500000 This is the first 
big contract. They raised it to 150k this last year in this. I think it was 125, right? Okay, yeah, 125, yeah. 150, somewhere in there. Yeah. Uh, but 500k, and what I read on it today is they're only going to be able to give it to one to three people every year as of right now until things really change. There hasn't been too many like structured rules that the G League's coming out with. Like that's what's kind of interesting. Wait, yeah, you know, where did this where did this cap uh, <laughs> right. come from? They like, just decided decided underground. It seemed like they didn't make it public, and they're like, well. Their reasoning was, I mean, COVID had a little part to do with this, and they wanted to give these, yeah, they wanted to give these guys an opportunity to go overseas, but now they don't know if they'll actually have a season next year at this rate. Um, I I don't know where I got that. I think Woj or somebody said it, but I did see COVID being, I don't know how, what percentage that was factored in by any means, but um, I think it played a little role just because of the uncertainty. But they wanted to give these guys an opportunity to stay in the U.S. And, I mean, LaMelo Ball and R.J. Hampton being um, really two high picks this year, I think, really set it off. Yeah. And um, they were the first. They definitely helped themselves. Right. Making that decision. I, I agree. I mean, but then the, you can argue, I mean, the other way that guys are building their brand and whatnot. But, jeez, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. It just shocked me because there's been no public knowledge of this. Yeah, it was just out of nowhere. Like, it's funny, like, the rule just changed, and then here it was. We had this $500,000 contract. <laughs> what did you make of NBA Horse? You know, I've, I'll admit I've watched it. I mean, I just say I'm not going to bash it. I'm not going to bash it all at all. I wish uh, it was a little clearer. I wish they got a little more creative on their shots. Yeah, it's, it's uh, tough when ESPN's not actually at the venue. You know, it's, right. the, you know, it's the participants, like, uh, producing. <laughs> You know what I mean? They're, yeah, they're freaking iPhone Directing. 7s. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're MacBook 3s or whatever. I mean, sure. MacBooks from 10 years ago. I think um, I like that they're trying. I mean, I'm not going to bash them, but at the same sense, I mean, I'd much rather watch Daryl Morey play chess. Yeah, I saw you. I saw. Actually, I learned that from you, actually. All right. Chess. I'll take it. All right, we're going to go to some quick hitters, some combos, court poll questions. You're more of a Twitter guy. I'm more of a uh, – Instagram guy, but we, we do the same kind of thing. Like we, we do a lot of comparisons and it's funny. Like when you compare errors, I'm not saying all these questions are going to be like comparison errors. It's really not fair. A lot of the times. Cause it's like, it was like a totally different game, but it's good for podcasts. Uh, Absolutely. So I'll go through some of the stuff I have with a combination of some of the stuff you saw, but not exactly, you know, you know, it is what it is. We'll get into it though. Better NBA prospect, LaMelo ball or Anthony Edwards. I got Edwards number one right now. I got Lamelo two in there, a tier slightly above everybody else. But I think I would Killian agree with right you. There. I yeah, I would agree. I would, I would agree with you. Better chance to win MVP, Trey or Zion? Trey. I don't think Zion will ever win one. Wow. Wow. I don't know. I don't think I agree with that one. But Trey would, might have like a 35 point season. So I could see where you're right. going. I would have to go with Zion, though. Um, well, I asked you earlier. Well, we didn't get into it, but I was curious. Um, you're, you're big into the list, Magic or Bird? I got Magic slightly ahead, but I can I can handle either one. I got Magic three all the time. I got Bird number five. Who will have a better career? Wait, what'd you say? You had Magic first. You had Magic before Bird. Yep. Slightly wow, okay. three, three and five. Whose peak was higher? Bird for sure, hundred percent. Not even close. There you go. Okay. A better career when it's all said and done. 
Donovan Mitchell or Shy Gilchrist Alexander? Shy is my guy, Shay. Shay. Uh, but I'm going Mitchell because of Quinn Snyder in Utah. Who knows if he'll be here with that whole Rudy Gobert <laughs> thing going on? If they if they trade Mitchell over Gobert, I will throw shit. Like you don't do that. People are going to be mad at this next question because they're going to say it's too early. One guy played in the NBA. One guy's not there yet. But when it's all said and done, who will have the better career? James Wiseman or Jaron Jackson Jr.? No, oh, Jaron Jackson, no doubt. I mean, I, like I, don't, think it's gonna, I don't think it's going to be close. I think um, ceiling-wise, I think Jaron Jackson can be a top 15 player. And um, James Wiseman, I'm not ready to go top 30 yet. Yeah, we know a lot more about Jaron Jackson Jr., so it's like kind of an unfair question. But Jaron Jackson Jr., the way he gets his shot off is elite. Yes, absolutely. Steve Nash or Gary Payton? Did Steve Nash. I mean, Gary Payton's probably not even in my top 40 all time. But Nash I would agree with you. I had a friend. Shouts to Calvin, man. He's like been hitting me up that Gary Payton's better because of all this defensive stuff. I'm like, Nash is too skilled, man. Nash is too skilled footwork. Uh, he was like, 50 40 90 like he was just this guy was so efficient like the best shooting point guard outside of Steve, uh Steph Curry ever yeah I'm with you man Nash all the way yeah I, I think Nash in this league could be a top five player and maybe even I think yeah. he could average I think he could average 25 in today's game and um uh, well he would Payton, know he would know to shoot more threes like now right I don't think Gary Payton's stats are changing much in today's game but he did more with less I think yeah yeah Gary was tough. Gary was tough, but I would have to go Nash as well. Um, who had who improved more this season? Markel Fultz? Markel Fultz or Duncan Robinson? Duncan. Yeah, Duncan's, con Duncan's confidence is. Yeah, I like Markel a lot, but Duncan's confidence is ridiculous right now. Yo, who would you go there? Who improved more this year? Yeah. I'd say Duncan. I like yeah. Markel though. I don't like I don't like to hear people say that he's a bust. And I don't like to hear people say that Lonzo's a bust. Um, I just don't understand that talk. Uh, Do you still think Markel can be an all-star? Because I'm, I'm out on it right now. I think he could be a good starter in this league. Yeah, I like good starter, man. But um, he plays at a great pace. He can get to the rim. His vision's pretty good. I think if he learns to knock down threes, there's a chance for all-star potential. He's really Definitely. good. He's a good yeah. player. You know, just I think he might have had a better chance as an all-star back in the day, but we put so much value into shooting now. Yes. So it's tough. Kevin Johnson or Nick Van Exel, better player. Man, I, I mean, on from film, from watching that, I mean, Nick was my guy, like one of my favorites growing up at Nick Van Exel jersey. I from tape, I mean, Nick was more fun and exciting, but Kevin Johnson, I gotta say, is probably the better player. Yeah, I've heard that answer before. A lot of people have told me like um Nick Van Exel was like more of their on their favorite list, but they would have to go with Kevin Johnson as a player. I've definitely heard that. Draymond or Dennis Rodman, better player. This is these have been good. These have been good. I haven't read any that I haven't had to think about. I guess uh, Dennis Rodman's. I mean, value has lasted longer. Um, I think his value has definitely lasted longer and transferred more to more teams. Uh, Draymond is so team specific, but at his peak, Draymond, not, and it's not that close. Um, Kawhi or Giannis? And, oh, Kawhi. Kawhi. But career when it's done, I think Giannis can pass him. 
Who is the most underrated player in the NBA? Um, I would go with Drew Holiday, but it's like everybody says Drew Holiday. So is he really, under, is he, is he really underrated anymore if, like, everybody says it? They do. And I, I can give – I mean, there's, there's tons of different answers to this, but honestly I've been on this train for so long that I just think because people hate his style of play and the best player that's the most underrated is James Harden, bar none. I don't think it's close. Really? Yeah, I think it's just because of the style of play and uh, just because people can make up excuses that aren't factual. Uh, they can make up plenty of lies about him and uh, they back it up because they just because they don't like the way he plays and therefore they put him lower than where he is. Last one. All time Tim, and Curlin. Last one. Tim Duncan or Akeem Olajuwon? I mean, Akeem at his peak, it's not that close. Akeem at his peak is top five. Tim Duncan, I mean, all time, I mean, his longevity is, but KG, if you put KG and Tim Duncan situation, I think KG has five titles. And I will say that if you put Hakeem with the Spurs, I think Hakeem has five titles, if not more. Wow. That's yeah, I, I truly believe, I, that's been an opinion I've always I mean, Hakeem was definitely more talented. Dirk, Dirk might be the same way. If you put Dirk on the Spurs, um, I don't, I don't think he wins five. I think Dirk wins three. Really? I do. Yeah. But Duncan, I mean, Duncan KG are a decent amount above Dirk in my estimation. Um, that championship raises Dirk's, uh, ranking so much higher than it would have been if he never won that. Yeah. That was a Josh Everly question the other day is, uh, who's, who's ceiling or whose career was raised the most by a championship and Dirk. And he said top five all time. Dirk was in my five along with Paul Gasol, Chauncey Billups, Kawhi Leonard. Um, who else was up there? Andre Iguodala is one of them. That got yeah, I, th I think I saw that on your Twitter page. But you know who would be an underrated um, guy for that? D-Wade. Because I think he would be ranked a lot lower if you never won that championship as the best player on the team. 100%. He's top 25 for me now. If he, he didn't win that championship where he was the best player, didn't have that run, Right. Um, you probably wouldn't be in my top 30. Right. Zach, great stuff, man. This was awesome, man. It was great having you back on the show. Where can we find you, man? That's good. That's fun stuff, man. Anytime. Uh, mainly on Twitter. That's pretty simple. I mean. Twitter guy. Do you have, do you have Instagram? I don't. I, I oh, got really? into it right when it came out. And then uh, just I spend way too much time on Twitter the way it is. I can't. I can't diversify like that. Uh, but Z-A-K-N-O-B-L-E, pretty simple Twitter handle. And then Four Seasons Podcast, Four, S-D-N-S, all over Bala's life. And then anywhere you listen to podcasts. And Zach, you're always welcome back on the show. Talk soon, man. You and your family, stay safe. Thank you. You too, man. There it is. Another episode of Combos Court is in the books. Thank you for listening. And big shouts to Zach for joining in. We appreciate you. Combo Nation, let me know how you feel about the show right in the comments section of your Apple podcast at rate and review wherever you listen to combos court and share this episode with a friend via social media or word of mouth i would greatly appreciate it hope everyone is staying safe out there and be on the lookout for episode one five seven combo out